Little known facts. Virginia McCaskey witnessed the first NFL game ever played 100 years ago. And also killed Jack Dawson on the Titanic. This is the doghouse. Welcome in everybody, it's your boy D-Roy at RoyDog underscore 13, that's R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. Uh, we're going to do our early breakdowns for Sunday's games, hopefully everybody enjoyed that uh, Bears loss uh, yesterday, um, I know I certainly did from the comforts of my semi-truck as I had to work overnight of course and got done at 5 a.m. this morning so took a little nap <clears throat> and uh now i'm fresh and ready to go since i have a cup of coffee gonna try and make this quick uh go through there's a lot of stuff that we're gonna avoid in here anyways um we may not hit every single player but remember that not only am i putting <clears throat> putting together the article tonight uh we will be going through the article in the morning um, before the UFC fights at uh, 9 o'clock my time, 10 o'clock Eastern. Um, so, yeah, let's get it. Let's get it going. Um, if you want to, fo- if you want to look at the updated Vegas odds, I'm using the ones over at uh, VegasInsiders.com, and uh, you can follow along there. Now they're not in the same order as what is on the spreadsheet, but hey, we can't all be perfect. Uh, first game that we have is Tennessee at Cleveland. Everybody's uh, favorite teams, the Titans, led by Marcus Mariota. Uh, 45 and a half over under. Cleveland favored by five and a half points. <clears throat> I think that's pretty accurate, although uh, I would probably take the Cleveland side even though that's a lot of points, especially with a banged-up OBJ. Um, I do have some interest in Derrick Henry. Uh, still, if they can keep it close, it's... The OBJ injury kind of scares me, but in the same regard, um, I think with Cleveland's defense uh, this season, they've added a lot into their... Um, running the ball with Nick Chubb, which I wouldn't use Chubb necessarily as a play. Um, but some interest in Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's about the se- either the seventh or sixth highest uh, cost as far as cost uh, quarterback. He is a heck of a value on fantasy draft where he's the ninth highest ranked. So that kind of gives me some love over on that front. Uh, 
the secondary is not that good whatsoever. So, <clears throat> as much as I want to use Odell Beckham, um, I may just skip it, and I may just go, if I do it, I might just go Baker in cash, because it is a lot easier to get to get at the Titans through the back end instead of going through the front. <laughs> oh my god, that sounded terrible. Um, but I mean, I do have to kind of write Odell down as potential. I don't, oh man, I really, really want to use him for cash, but he might be a GPP option only. Uh, we're going to have to check this, this hip injury out. Um, I do kind of like Jarvis as kind of a pivot off of him. Um, Jarvis should see some uh, slot work as well as Odell will is on there too. And uh, Landry should see Logan Ryan where Odell see Adoree Jackson. And then they'll switch off in there too with uh, Malcolm Butler. It's not going to be a straight um, shadow coverage on there. Going to Baltimore and Miami. This is a low-scoring one. Actually, the line has moved up from 37.5 to 38.5 with Baltimore uh, dipping about a half a point to 6.5 favorites. Um, definitely think Lamar Jackson's in play here as he is really, really cheap, especially on Yahoo and Fantasy Draft. Yahoo, he's 18th highest. Fantasy Draft, he's the 22nd fan. Uh, FanDuel, he'd be the 15th, and DraftKings would be the 12th, um, which, I mean, there's still, that's nothing to sneeze at. So he's definitely in play, uh, especially against Miami, who's just terrible versus the run, and they did nothing to improve whatsoever. Um, and it's really going to kind of be between Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram for me as far as who I'm going to select from this game for my cash game lineups. Um, the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause from using Mark Ingram is just the fact of what we saw from the Bears, like what we saw from the Bears last night where they mixed and matched the running backs throughout the game, so nobody actually got a full workload, um, kind of easing their players into the regular season. And that's something that we really need to think about when we're making our lineups in here, is whether or not these running backs are actually going to get a full load on there. The wide receivers will get their routes. Um, like last night, uh, Just, I mean, you could just see the disparaging results of the actual routes run and Allen Robinson just blew everybody else away. So it's you know you get a stud wide receiver in there or at least a stud per that team. Um, that's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about these running backs uh, kind of getting filtered in. So it's making me wonder if I really want to spend up at the position. But Mike Ingram is pretty nice. He's he's at number twenty. Uh, 26 on DraftKings, which actually gives me a lot of interest over there because he will catch some passes from time to time. Um, also have a lot of love for the Baltimore Ravens defense, uh, especially if you're getting 
Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now, Ryan Fitzpatrick can make a lot out of nothing, but you also have to remember that he... Um, will make a lot of mistakes, and especially with bad unit, I'm willing to take that chance and go for the upside on the on the turnovers. Miami, I have no interest in anybody, no interest whatsoever. I'm not going to touch it. So that just means that we're going to move on to Atlanta and Minnesota. Uh, let's see if Minnesota's lines change here. Oh, the, the first one here. 47 and a half, minus four favorite in Minnesota. Um, I don't like this line at all. I do respect the Minnesota defense. Um, but I have a little bit of love for Atlanta. In fact, I did actually take them in my confidence pool. Um, The numbers aren't going to say a whole heck of a lot um, in terms of, like, if you're looking at the DVOA on the spreadsheet. Um, but I do actually have some love for Matt Ryan in a GPP setting. Um, this is another one where <clears throat> it's easier it's easier to come over the top than it is to come straight through uh, the Minnesota Vikings front seven. So, I kind of like Freeman uh, a little bit because they they had been able to teams have been able to actually get the running back involved through the pass on there. Now, whether or not I actually believe that Freeman's going to be able to do it, this is going to be the real first test with the new offensive line. Um, Minnesota's pretty stout, but uh, I'm going to put him in, a, I'm going to write him down, um, but he would definitely be somebody that would probably end up being a first cut. Um, I do have some love for Julio, Sunu, and Ridley. Um, now, Julio sit said that he's not going to play on Sunday unless he gets a new contract. We'll wait and see on that one. So he's kind of iffy. Um, but if I'm going to pick one out of this bunch, it's probably going to be Ridley um, coming out of the slot. So I'm going to write Ridley down. And I do actually have some love for Austin Hooper at tight end. I think this game's going to be a little higher scoring. That's why I'm going to take a shot. I may take a shot in there uh, with those two in a Matt Ryan in a Matt Ryan lineup, but that's kind of a wait and see. Uh, moving on to Minnesota, we do. <laughs> I was actually really kind of on uh, a little bit of Kirk Cousins trying to get off the Delvin Cook chalk, but uh, with Stephon Diggs questionable with a hamstring, it's really kind of made me kind of pull back a little bit. The reason being is it, if Diggs doesn't play, that's just going to roll more coverage over to Adam Thielen, who's now on the outside um, with Chad Beebe in the slot. I'm not saying that they're completely out of the realm of possibilities, but this is a run-first offense. Um, 
you're still going to see continued success against the Atlanta front uh, with the running back. Maybe a little bit of a dip on the ground, but definitely through the air. Um, Delvin Cook should actually uh, be productive and is actually viable for cash. Um, I'm actually going to write down Adam Thielen too. Because if he is, if, if Diggs is is there, then I may actually take a shot on Thielen because um, it won't roll that safety over to his side nearly as much. Um, nobody else on this I really am interested in. Uh, moving on, we got Buffalo at the New York Jets. Uh, 41 over under, minus 3 to the home team Jets. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of want to stay away from this game altogether. I do actually kind of like Josh Allen a little bit, but it's really truly going to be as a standalone. Um, I would run him naked. That'd be about it. Uh, dirt cheap. He's lower than Jackson. So it's quite possible that he could become an option, but I probably would only run him in GPP, and that becomes a problem because you're going to want to pair him with somebody. Um, now you could take you could take the shot on uh, John Brown, who has some upside for down the field throws, but more than likely you'd be looking at say somebody like Cole Beasley, somebody really boring. Um, Beasley actually could be somebody that would be viable for cash. Um, so I'm gonna write him down. Take a, look, a little bit more inside the numbers on there. So it, it's quite possible that you could use Beasley. I'll write you up around too. Just maybe I'll find something on there. But uh, other than that, not really gonna use anything. Um, Buffalo Bills are probably in play. As much as I wouldn't really want to use them on the road, um, but this is a hell of a, this is a hell of a uh, defense, and they do have the ability to shut just about every area down outside of um, really running back. Who you know they're middle of the road against the running back. Uh, they do give up the points to the running back, <clears throat> but statistically they're just they. They really kind of hold everything in own. So if they can keep Le'Veon Bell under wraps this game, they uh, it should definitely be something that they can actually win. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully not let uh, Gase get his first win on there. Now, you could look on the other side, too, and the New York Jets are actually – would have a good matchup against the Buffalo Bills uh, if you're looking at DVOA, but I don't trust it to at all. That's why I'm kind of a little bit more on the Bills um, if I'm going to choose anything out of that game. Uh, let's see here. We got Washington at Philadelphia. Let's see if this line's moved. It's a 46 over under. Philadelphia is now favored by 10. That's moved up half a point from 9.5. Um, got a little bit of love in here, uh, uh, at least on the 
um, the Washington Redskins side. Got a little bit of love for Trey Quinn, who should come out of the slot. He'll be up against uh, Maddox. That's the kid that we were attacking all last season because he's a bag of he's a fucking bag of dicks and uh, can't stop anybody. And Trey Quinn's actually been like like the one really you know good bright spot in the passing game. Love to use Darius guys, but I kind of want to see what's going on here. Uh, plus, you get the Philadelphia Eagles um, rushing defense, which is no joke. So, I mean, they'll give up they'll give up points to the running back in the passing game. But other than that, um, I mean, they really are going to be able to lock this offense down, and that kind of gets me off of uh, the Eagles a bit. Because I don't see I don't see a lot of upside in this. I do respect Washington's defense, um, but if they get if they get ahead in this game, I mean there really is no incentive for them to just absolutely destroy Washington. Um, especially if they get up, you know, by two touchdowns, and you could just see it kind of plod down between Howard Sanders, you know, they could throw Corey Clement in there with Darren Sproles. I mean, it really is just, there's no running back we can use. Um, I kind of like Wentz, but I kind of don't. I kind of want to see Wentz do it. Um, one guy that I really do actually have some love for in this side of the offense, and this is probably even better than Trey Quinn, is actually uh, Deshaun Jackson. Now, Jackson would probably be more of a GPP play versus a a cash game play. But we would be getting him for nearly dirt cheap on every site outside of Yahoo. So he could he could be an actual fill-in guy that I wouldn't mind uh, putting into my lineups. Um, we can definitely look at the Philadelphia Eagles for defense um, against a weak... Washington Redskins offensive line uh, with no uh, Trent Williams in there. Next game, we got L.A. Rams at the Carolina Panthers. So we got a West Coast team flying to the East Coast. Um, I'm going to have to, I want to kind of check into this too because I wonder how much of a delay. The Rams had coming into Charlotte. Now, I know the hurricane wasn't going to come anywhere near Charlotte, but it could have disrupted air travel in there, and I want to see if there's any issues. Now, L.A. started as a minus three favorite going into Carolina with a 50 over under, and it's now down to a point and a half. So this game's kind of intriguing to me. Um we are getting a discounted Todd Gurley at running back. And I was thinking about Todd Gurley yesterday. And then I actually listened to another pod. I actually listened to uh, the Lion Star podcast with uh, Joe PSP and Chris Meany. Um, and they said something that's abs- absolutely true. If there was ever a time to use Todd Gurley, it's going to be this week. Just based on the fact that you know that he's at his absolute healthiest 
in the season. So if you want to take a shot on Gurley, this would probably be the spot to do it. Uh, Panthers were 18th against the rush uh, in DVOA, uh, seventh or fifth in the against the running back in the passing game, and seventh in uh, defensive points given up to the running backs. So it's a tougher matchup, but Todd Gurley is is a you know a higher end running back. So he's somebody that we can look at. I would only use him for uh, probably for um, GPP versus uh, cash game, but he's definitely somebody that I'm looking at. And I'm definitely looking at Goff at QB versus the uh, Carolina Panthers secondary. They've made some additions in there, but still, I mean, it, this isn't a, that good, that great of a, a secondary. They did nothing to really improve it. Um, I kind of like Brandon Cooks. I don't love him. I'm not putting him in there. But I will look at Robert Woods and both Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. And would definitely say that they would both be in play if you ran a Jared Goff lineup. Um, not going to this tight end thing. I had somebody come up or ask me about Tyler Higby. Um, I said, I don't know where the fuck you're getting that from. That came out of nowhere. Uh, just like Antonio Brown trying to punch his general manager. On the other side, you've got Cam Newton here. Um, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, it would be a really good rush defense for him, but uh, the, <clears throat> the Rams had a knack for kind of shutting down the running back in the passing game. And McCaffrey's priced a little too high for me. He's the third He's the third on both sites, except for Yahoo, who's the second highest uh, price running back. And I really think people are going to gravitate to him. Um, probably for GPP, for a payup option. But if there's one guy that I'm probably thinking of fading, it's probably McCaffrey. Not saying that he's not going to get any points, but I really just do not like it whatsoever. Now... It's kind of funny. Um, I heard somebody they're like, "Oh, I would never, use, I would never use uh, a Panthers wide receiver uh, against you know Keep Talib and Marcus Peters." I'm like, "Well, yeah, maybe you wouldn't want to use it against you know Talib, but Jesus, if you think you know, I gotta see where they're lining up again, but." If you telling me that I can get DJ Moore against Marcus Peters, I'm going to take DJ Moore every fucking time because Marcus Peters is not nearly as good as what everybody thinks he is. He gets burned frequently by guys who can run and get him off his line. So definitely, definitely in play. Um, kind of like Greg Olson a little bit. Um, as uh, the Rams have been notorious for uh, allowing points to tight ends, but uh, I'm going to back off on him. Uh, he's old. 
he's ready to go into the booth. So, next game we got is Kansas City coming across over to Jacksonville. Let's see, it's a 52 over under. Uh, Kansas City has dropped from a four-point favorite to a three-and-a-half point, so we lost a half a point in there. Um, this is really kind of your GPP play. You know, it's dangerous as shit because, I mean, you really don't want to use um, position players like this against against the Jacksonville a Jacksonville defense is actually is really good um, just from a personnel standpoint. Now you'll look at the, you'll probably look at the numbers and think, well, yeah, but uh, you know, they're kind of in the middle of the road for against tight ends. So, I mean, Kelsey's definitely, I would think Kelsey would definitely be in play. Let's kind of run through this. Kelsey would be in play. They were 13th versus tight end, 16th in DVP. But you're talking about an elite tight end. Well, Sammy Watkins actually doesn't have a terrible matchup against A.J. Bouye. Um, it's not exactly the best matchup whatsoever, but um, Tyreek Hill faces uh, Chandler Ramsey. Uh, I think Hill can beat Ramsey. In the grand scheme of things, they'll move him around because they move Tyreek around so much that it could end up getting Ramsey kind of lost in the fray and have him not shadow. Um, which will move him over to Bouye or Hayden. So here, let's do this. We're going to do Hill. Hill and Watkins. You know, we're going to Hardman because if Hardman's in a slot, that puts him in play. Mahomes is in play. It's a dangerous-ass play because you're paying so much for the position against a, a six-ranked defense, uh, ninth overall points. But it's quite it's quite possible that they can break through. It, this is Kansas City Chiefs offense. Um, I'm pretty much going to doubt that I'm going to go that route, but um, I don't I don't hate it at all. Uh, moving on to the Jacksonville side. If the defense can control Kansas City, I kind of like Fournette. Because Fournette's going to get all the work. Because he's only got Raquel Armstead, Tyler Irvin, and Divine uh, Ezekbo behind him. So, you know, you kind of get into cheap, you kind of get into cheaper running back. Uh, in, a, in a good game, it's kind of a bad game script. But if he's the only guy there, that means that he's going to be the one that's going to be getting receptions and such as well. Uh, there is some love for D.D. Westbrook in this matchup, as well as some of the other wide receivers. I would say Westbrook is probably your number one option uh, if you want to come in here, especially if you're using if you're using Kansas City Chiefs and your GPP, you might want to save some money and try to use uh, the running back and wide receiver on the other side. And just hope that they kind of just shoot it, shoot it out a little bit. It is a pretty high total. It is very high total for a Jacksonville game. So I wonder if <clears throat> Vegas sees something that I'm not seeing. But um, 
It's in play. It's in play. I won't count it out for right now. Uh, late afternoon games. We have Indy at the Chargers. Let's get there. We got a 44 and a half over under with the Chargers favored by six and a half. So this line has been stable. Um, I'm actually on the Indy side on this. And I'm actually kind of like Brissett. Now he's priced, he's priced way low. And there's a pricing error, or not an error, but a difference. And I'll take a look at it while I'm, while I'm doing this, and it's on FanDuel. Um, kind of like Marlon Mack a little bit. The Chargers, the Chargers have actually gotten a lot worse um, on defense. They lost safety. His name escapes me for right now. And then they lost they lost a couple of guys right in the middle for their rush defense. So come on. So it actually puts a lot of Colts players in play. And I didn't think I was gonna like this matchup at all. Um but um I really do. It's actually a really good matchup. So Brissett's in play. I kind of, I have some love, some, for Marlon Mack. And it's based on the fact that the offensive line is actually really good for uh, the Colts. And if, I, if I'm if i saying that, that that defensive line has gotten worse, then um, there's no reason why they can't do any, that they can't run the ball on them. Now, I do like Brissett, um, like I said, and it's actually on DraftKings. So the Thursday through Monday contest had Jacoby Brissett at 5,300. That was the, that contest came out after, or that pricing came out after the, uh, Andrew Luck. You're playing the Sunday main. Jacoby Percent is $4,400. That's a $900 savings. So if you're telling me that Jacoby Percent can't 4X that against the, uh, against the LA Chargers, you're fucking insane. So Percent's in, in play. Like I said, it's going to be a four, uh, 44K. Um or 4.4K. I'll, I'm going to install him. I'll, I probably will not have the price changed, uh, but I will denote that he is 4,400 in the write-up. I'm probably not going to match him up with anybody because uh, they respect Casey Hayward against T.Y. Hilton. Uh, Funches has never really been on him. He's questionable anyways. And then Paris Campbell, I don't know what the fuck's going on in the slot, and you're not going to want to do it anyways against Desmond King. So um, those guys are not in play. <laughs> do kind of like uh, Jack Doyle, actually, because that was uh, Brissett's boo. But if you're running the Brissett play, I'm probably going to just go ahead and run it in cash. And then uh, not pair him with anybody. I'll just run him out naked. 
on the other side, um, Philip Rivers probably in play because I think, like I said, the Colts are going to be up. I think the Colts are. I think the Colts are going to get up on the Chargers, and then that's going to put them in throw mode. So instead of the running backs, I'm going to look at the quarterback, and then I'm going to look at Keenan Allen at wide receiver, and Keenan Allen actually could be relevant for cash, too, uh, especially after your draft games and fantasy drafts and your full-point PBRs. Um, he's got a uh, number 17 matchup against uh, Moore. Uh, probably the guy that I actually really like the most is Hunter Henry at tight end. So he's going in there. But uh, you could make a case for Indianapolis, Indy D. I'm going to write them down, but I doubt they're going to actually make it in there. Um, Indy defense is actually pretty good, and then you you have a really weak uh, LA Chargers offensive line due to injury. Which brings us to Cincinnati at Seattle. Talk about shitty offensive lines. All right, so you have a 44 over under. Seattle favored by nine and a half. So you're telling me there's a chance. Uh, no AJ Green, so you're gonna have Tyler Boyd against Amandi. Um, I know they're saying that Tyler Boyd's still gonna be in, in the slot, but I don't see it. Um, if he is in the slot, then I'm not gonna use him. Now, I'll do a little bit more research on there. If if that's the case, if if everything that I'm seeing is that Tyler Boyd is definitely going to come in the slot, then that's going to put Damian Willis on the outside, and that actually because he's and he should be the best outside receiver because John Ross is a piece of fucking absolute dog shit. So that would put Damian Willis Willis actually against Amadi and give him the best matchup. So. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibilities they're going to have to throw because Seattle's going to get up on them quick. And they're going to do it on the legs of, yes, Chris Carson. I kind of have some love. I have some love for Russell Wilson. I just don't see enough upside in there because Cincinnati won't keep it competitive. So I am going to go Chris Carson in this matchup. Um, there's also a possibility that if you really want to get like in a, uh, this would be in a Millie maker lineup. You could actually take a look at Penny as a pivot off of Carson and hope that Penny is actually the guy that kind of comes in and gets that big, you know, kind of burst on the field and scores the touchdowns. Um, but for cash, for cash considerations, we're definitely going Carson. We're definitely looking at Seattle's defense um, Clowney is expected to play a little bit. Um, not, you know, overall, but I mean, this offensive line is absolute dog shit. So, uh, definitely in play. New York, uh, Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Got a 45 and a half over under, uh, Dallas favored by seven. Um, I'm not touching any Giants. In here, I'm just not. 
maybe Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram has probably about the best matchup on there uh, overall for the uh, Giants, and they're going to be throwing. So uh, Ingram, Ingram, I'll install. Don't know if I'm going to particularly run him, but I, I actually like his price. He's the fifth, the fifth highest, so he's he's expensive, but not like break the bank expensive. Uh, other side of the ball, God, they should just blow blow the doors off this game. Um, Prescott, I kind of like a little bit. He, I doubt he's going to make it. Um, I actually, I actually kind of want to play Zeke. Um, just for the plain simple fact that it, a lot of people aren't going to pay all the way up, especially if he's only going to get 25, you know, 25 snaps. Um, but I mean, those 25 snaps could all be carries. So you'd have 25 carries or, you know, like 20 carries and five receptions and then just absolutely blow the shit out, out of the New York Giants defense. So I definitely have some love for him. Uh, it's it's I I like it better than Mahomes play at quarterback to be honest with you because you are facing a weaker defense so um, one out of three lineups probably is going to see a Zeke but GPP only I, as much as I want to put him in cash there's going to be absolutely no reason to install him in there so don't bother with it uh, we have Detroit at Arizona. Where are you? Where are you, little bitch? <laughs> 46 and a half over under. The Detroit Lions are favored by two and a half. Um, so the totals actually dropped half a point. Uh, not looking at Stafford. The one guy that I'm really looking at is Carrion. Uh, it's a weak defensive line. Um, he can get receptions. The only problem is, and I got to take a look at it, it's all going to come down to who's actually in the write-up. I really want to use carry-on for cash, um, but he may only be a GPP um, based on the fact that there was talk that he might lose some of the goal line touches to C.J. Anderson. And But, you know, he's really cheap. He's 14th on FanDuel, 17 on both DraftKings and Yahoo, and 20th on Fantasy Draft. So he's like dirt cheap if we want to use him to pay up for uh, wide receiver or quarterback or even our defenses. And speaking of defenses, yes, the Detroit Lions defense is in play. Um, I think a lot of people are going to stay away from this because they're going to see, they're going to say that Kyler Murray is going to, you know, kind of bring them back throw all over the field. Well, that's what we kind of want to try and gain that upside. So I'm going to, I'm going to put in the Lions defense, staying away from everything. Fucking Arizona. Jesus Christ. So let's see. We got San Francisco at Tampa Bay. This is apparently the game that everybody wants to fucking play. Uh, 51 over under that's gone up one point because everybody keeps betting the over on there and now Tampa Bay is the one point favorite um, 
it's amazing how like everybody talks shit about Jimmy Garoppolo, and then you get into this, and now now everybody wants to start Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not starting Jimmy Garoppolo whatsoever. Fuck that. Um, have no care in the world for him. Um, he's gonna have to show it. But it is a good matchup. You have to respect it. So, if anything, for tight end, I I kind of like Kittle. Kind of like Kittle. You got to like Kittle in this matchup. 28. 28 in DVOA. 23 in DVP. The team has not gotten any fucking better whatsoever. Now, we could actually say... We can actually say that... Uh, when Jimmy was on the field, his favorite guy was Marquise Goodwin. So he's definitely somebody that we want to look at in the wide receivers. And we'll stay away from the rookies and we'll stay away from horseshit Dante Pettis. Um, and maybe grab savings. It's a cost-effective method. Uh, just for the fact that Goodwin sits in the 60, you know, the 60 plus range for rank um, as far as pricing. So he's, it's definitely in play. Uh, I do like Coleman and Brita. Now, the reason why I write kind of both down is I like both in this matchup. They're both going to get uh, carries and targets. Um, Coleman should be the starter, <coughs> but he's also the higher he's also the higher priced option. Uh, it's still really cheap, but um, you're looking at it. Like, for for an example on FanDuel, Tevin Coleman's 27th highest uh, priced uh, as opposed to 46 for Brita. So you're getting a discount in there. Uh, we do like Winston in this matchup. I'm not scared of the San Francisco secondary. Uh, not, not touching that backfield. Fuck that. We're not going there. Um, I like all three of the wide receivers there. So we will write down Evans, Godwin, and Perriman. Godwin's going to be your cash game option. Uh, definitely has the best uh, matchup overall in there. Uh, tight ends, probably. If, if Cameron Braid is out, for this game. He's questionable right now. I actually don't hate O.J. Howard, uh, even though I do think you'll see Claire and Tanner Hudson, like I've said before, <coughs> um, where they kind of rotate them all in there. But uh, overall, I'm, if you're going to use any guy, you'd probably use O.J. Howard at tight end there. Uh, moving on to the Sunday night game. You won't be able to get the Sunday night game for your for your main slates on FanDuel and DraftKings, but Yahoo and Fantasy Draft you will. So we have to run through this. We're going to do it real quick. Uh, Forty nine and a half over under. New England's favored by six. So the totals dropped a little bit. Uh, I like Connor at running back. Like Connor at running back. I do actually like Big Ben. Probably going to come out and try to prove something. Like he always has to. 
but it was he was right on Antonio Brown. He was an idiot. Uh, I like Juju. I do like Juju. You got to kind of be careful with it. Um, you're hoping that he's going to be able to uh, shift coverages and not get that shadow from, like, say, Gilmore or McCordy. Uh, JC Jackson's actually pretty good, too. Um, so you got that. You can also, if you don't want to go Juju, you can look at Vance McDonald. He's definitely an option in that game as well. Um, staying away from the defense here. Move on to the Patriots. Um, everything's going to run through Sony Michelle. We know that. Um, I'm going to write him down as a possible option. And you are going to get the shootout possibilities. So James White actually is an employee, but I don't really like it. Um, but we have to respect it. Uh, Julian Edelman, if you're playing, if you're playing on the two sites and include this game, you're definitely putting Edelman in there. Uh, 15, 22, 13, and 10. So he's a little higher priced, but uh, he's a forgotten about option on there. Um, ooh, 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 ooh. Josh Gordon actually has a good matchup. You stay away from the tight ends because they're all hurt or suspended. Actually, probably is in play the more I look at it. Because I kind of like I kind of like Philip Dorsett too. Um, I really like Josh Gordon in this and Julian Edelman. So Brady's definitely in play. Um, you could use New England's defense, I guess, if you wanted to say that uh, <clears throat> Roethlisberger is prone to the turnovers, but I'd probably stay away from it. Uh, moving on to the two Monday night games to finish out. Uh, we have Houston at New Orleans. We're just going to go through. The, we're just going to go over these uh, real quick. We're not going to put any of these down unless you're looking at um, the primetime slates, which I'm not ready to do yet. I just don't do anything with them until Sunday. Uh, 53 and a half over under. You got New Orleans favored by seven. Uh, totals up half a point, but uh, New Orleans still carries the same minus seven favorite. Um, yeah, uh, as much as I respect New Orleans defense, everybody knows I like New Orleans defense, but um, uh, they're generally slow starters. So we are going to see th this is going to be the shootout game. Um, love Watson in this. Uh, Duke Johnson's actually in a pretty good spot, at least because uh, New Orleans doesn't give up any rushing yards, but they will give up uh, yards in the passing game. So, <clears throat> unless they've curbed that, he's not like my top, he's not like a top option, but uh, somebody to look for definitely in, in that primetime slate if you're struggling for looking at running backs. Um, Jesus. Hopkins, Fuller, uh, Kuti, or, or Stills. I mean, it depends if they're going to insert Stills. Kuti and Stills are probably the guys 
Um, I may stay away from if Coochie plays. He's he's got the good slot spot against PJ Williams. Um, but I'd probably run with Hopkins and Fuller. Uh, they may try and put Fuller inside on PJ. I mean, at least that's what I would do. And I'm not an NFL head coach, so take it for what it's worth. Uh, New Orleans side definitely have Breeze in play. In there, um, Houston's pretty good against the running back, and pro- I would probably fade Elvin Kamara, but if you wanted to play it, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't yell at you for it. Uh, definitely would play Michael Thomas. Um, probably staying away from Ted Ginn, I'd probably actually go to Trey Kwan, although you know, Ted Ginn's actually going to have a better matchup on the outside. Of course, you could also take a look at, like, say, Austin Carter, Keith Kirkwood, because somebody's going to fuck with this. Um, Jerry Cook's definitely in play at tight end. Um, so, yeah, I would uh, I would say Jerry Cook definitely in play. You're going to want him in the lineup, although it's going to be chalky as hell to get up. Uh, staying away from the defense in there. Uh, moving on. Bronco, we got the Broncos, Oakland. Uh, Denver should be favored now. No, Oakland's favored by a point and a half. The fuck? That's not Oh, they, they messed that up with that in. It's everywhere else it has got Denver favored. So the consensus is minus one and a half for Denver uh, with a 43 <clears throat> over under. So should be a fairly boring game. Um, you look at it, Lindsey and Freeman at running backs. I'll always side with Freeman over Lindsey. If you like Lindsey more than Freeman, go ahead. But uh, just remember that I said that I like I like Freeman. Uh, in this game, Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders has the best matchup at wide receiver. Um, and then you've got the probably the Noah Font love, but he's been hurt, so I would not use him at tight end. But I think you're getting a lot of people drawn into that because he's cheaper. So, uh, Broncos defense, yeah, just go ahead and insert that in there, just eat that. Um, I do kind of like Joe Flacco a little bit, especially if you look at the rankings. They were pretty piss poor on the back end <clears throat> for the Raiders. Um, so, but, uh, it was, it was kind of weird. They're, they're really bad at the back end, but they're really good against the number ones. That's why I had to stay away from Cortland Sutton. Um, quite possibly looking at Deshaun. Um, but more than likely, I'm probably going to put a manual in there. Um, Oakland side. <coughs> I'm not, I'm not using the rookie. Um, you don't have Antonio Brown in there, so that moves Tyrell to number one spot and actually puts probably J.J. Nelson up against Harris. And then you'd have Runfro still in the slot against Callahan. Um, yeah, this, this I wouldn't even touch this offense at all except for maybe Darren Waller, and that's about it because we like tight ends against Denver. So... Yeah, that's a quick run, th- quick run through. You know, forty-five minutes, probably an hour. So, 
I'll have now that we have our players here. Now I might come up with some other ones just to try and find a little bit of value for us in case we want to pay up uh, a lot of the spots, <clears throat> find some cheap um, wide receivers um, that go along with what we have. But I think we've got a really nice list. This is actually a pretty pared down list. Um, I mean, we got a lot of quarterbacks to look through, but I mean, I, I think I'm locked in at percent, especially on D, at least on DK. You can't pass that 44 up. That's a free square. Um, and you know a lot of these guys have found it. And so if Brissett goes, I mean, it's not going to kill you to play it, but I mean, if Brissett goes off for 20 and you're able to use the savings to build, you know, a better lineup elsewhere, um, it's going to fucking kill you. So we'll be careful with that. I'll try and build some lineups tonight too um, and see what happens with that Brissett with that percent savings and see what we can get in there and try and make a couple cash lineups. Um, I think I'm going to make cash lineups. I make cash lineups for FanDuel and DraftKings. I may for Yahoo and Fantasy Draft just because I want to test it out and see where um, our cut lines are at <clears throat> for there. I'm definitely going to play like a you know, single entry GPP on Yahoo and Fantasy Draft. And then, of course, play my usual uh, donkey slates on the FanDuel and DraftKings. Although, like I said, remember, three, three entry max, 20 entry max, or single entry, if that's what you're looking for. All right, guys, take it easy, and uh, let's go figure out how to win some money. Later. <laughs>